welcome to I Am The Sky. I'm Bonnie Peace. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you're having a beautiful day so far. So today I'm really excited to share with you my personal favorite manifestation ritual. It's really, really powerful. It's something that I've been doing for years and years since I was 17 or 18. I kind of developed it or the process came to me naturally and organically. And truly, so many incredible things have happened in my life as a result of this. Incredible circumstances, jobs, life situations, connections, relationships, trips. So many things that I truly believe were seeded and brought about through this process. So I'm so excited to share this with you and see if it resonates. Before we get into it, I want to say a massive, massive thank you to every single one of you who has rated and reviewed the podcast I read them and I was just so moved by your beautiful words and to hear that what I share here is connecting with you, helping you connect more deeply to yourself and is bringing some inspiration to your life. That just means so much to me and I'm so grateful for your kind words. If you haven't already rated and reviewed the podcast, but you're loving what you're hearing here, I would be so grateful if you'd give me a great review and rating on whichever platform you're listening It'd mean so much to me and also help get the word out to more people. Okay, so let's get into the manifestation ritual. As I said, I've been doing this for so many years, but I'm going to go back to 2017, 2018, when I was very much at a rock bottom. And if you've listened to other episodes of this podcast or you you know about my story through The Vow on HBO or anything like that, then you know what I'm talking about. But it was a really tough time. And doing this manifestation ritual actually brought me moments of connection and joy in an otherwise really challenging time. And so many of the things that I was longing for at that point that I was really, really calling into my life have come to be. I'm now reaping the benefits and I planted the seeds with this process back in 2017, 2018. So that goes to show that even if you feel like you're in a really big funk, or things are really hard and you feel like you just can't make any progress in the way that you want to, you can plant the seeds and with a little time and nurture, they can grow and they can bloom into incredible things. So don't give up and know that you can create amazing things in your life. And I hope that this process sparks something in you and supports you in doing that. Okay, so let me tell you what it is. First, I go to or create a sacred space for myself. Usually that means going to a lovely cafe. Wherever I am in the world, I have favorite cafes. Usually it's an outdoor cafe with a little greenery around. And if I can't get to a cafe, I'll create a sacred space wherever I am. I'll open the window. I'll do some smudging, some energy clearing. Let the light in, let the air in. I'll tidy up. I'll make sure things feel organized. I'll wipe down the surfaces with little essential oils. At home, I have a Himalayan salt lamp and another couple of lamps, so I'll turn them on to really activate the energy. Occasionally, I'll light a candle, which is a really powerful thing to do. But basically, I'll do whatever feels right to activate things, to to make it feel inspiring and to bring light into the space. Then I'll get myself some kind of special drink, something that feels really inspiring, exciting, sacred. Usually for me, it's a caffeinated drink, tea, coffee, and especially cacao, really, really good quality cacao. 
Yeah, I find there's something about caffeinated drinks that really give the ritual a little pizzazz. But if you're not doing caffeine for whatever reason, you can get yourself a cup of herbal tea, maybe something that has ginger in it so that there's a little spice, a little kick to activate things. Or maybe putting a little lemon in some sparkling water to give yourself that bubbly feeling. But really, it can be anything that feels yummy and inspiring. I want to go back to cacao for a second because my absolute favorite thing to do this ritual with is a beautiful cup of really high quality cacao. I'm quite obsessive about hunting down the best quality hot cacao in whichever town or city or area that I land in. I obsessively search the internet trying to find a good one because so many places they'll have hot chocolate, but it's really low quality chocolate or cacao full of sugar. And I really don't consume sugar. It's just not great for my nervous system. So yeah, I get into this big mode of hunting down where are the best hot cacaos in the best settings so that I can go and do this beautiful ritual. My absolute favorite place to go is Intelligentsia in Silver Lake. So it's on Sunset Boulevard in L.A. There's flowers and plants and dogs, really nice outdoor setting. There's a flower shop right next door and a cheese and wine shop. So it's a really lovely atmosphere. And Intelligentsia makes beautiful hot chocolate. They make it out of Askenazi chocolate, which is super high quality, very consciously sourced, delicious chocolate. And they make a ganache out of that and then make the hot chocolate out of the ganache. So yeah, they have a bunch of Intelligentsia locations around the US, especially in LA, but there's one in Austin, or maybe there's more in Austin. Uh, There's a beautiful one in New York City, in Chelsea, if it's still there. It's been a while since I've been there. But yeah, try out Intelligentsia hot chocolate if it calls you. It's so yummy. I'm not sponsored. I'm just obsessed. Another favorite is Blue Bottle Coffee. They also have a lot of locations around the US, especially around LA. And their hot chocolate is really fine quality, very dark, very rich, super, super yummy. And in Lisbon, Portugal, my favorite place to go is called Lando Chocolate. They have a pretty incredible location in Chiado with curved stone ceilings and candles burning. And it feels like a magical little cave. They also have a mind-blowing chocolate cake, which I don't have too often because it does have sugar, dairy, wheat, all the things, but it is incredible. I've actually watched people cry as they eat the cake for the first time. That's how good it is. In Bali, the most incredible place I found for cacao is at a place called Zest in Obud. They have this wide open space, very beautifully decorated, with windows looking out over a view of the greenery of Obud. There's a piano there, and often someone will come up and play beautiful music. The cacao is really high-grade ceremonial cacao with a little coconut sugar, and you can add coconut whipped cream on top. It's so, so yummy. If I'm at home, I'll make my own cacao with ceremonial grade cacao. I make my own hemp milk with hemp seeds, water, medjool dates, Madagascan vanilla, a little cinnamon, and then I blend that up in the blender and heat it up with the cacao. But yeah, anyway, high quality hot chocolate is my favorite thing to activate this ritual. Then I'll sit down with my journal, which for me is on my computer. I know a lot of people talk about the importance of journaling with actual pen and paper, and I do I do understand that it activates something really specific to actually have a pen in your hand and just, you know, get your kind of whole torso into it. It's a very 
um, visceral in-body experience. So if that works for you, that's wonderful. For me, I'm a really fast typer, so it's just easier to open a document and sit down at my computer and let my fingers type out whatever thoughts and things are wanting to come through onto the page. The first thing I do is I just start writing anything and everything that's on my mind. So kind of like the morning pages ritual from the artist's way, if you've ever done that. And if you haven't, I highly recommend it. Yeah, beautiful book, beautiful process, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. So I'll just write down whatever's on my mind. And that can be really shallow, silly stuff, like I'm feeling this way or that thing triggered me or just anything, just get it out of my system and onto the page. And some days if I'm really in a funk, I actually don't move into the visualizing manifestation part of this ritual. I just stay in that part and get all of the stuff out of my head. But usually after a page or two, I kind of start to feel better. It's like, okay, I got everything out. Great. You know, blah, onto the page. And now I can move on to the next part of the ritual, which is gratitude. So usually I'll write down something like, today I'm grateful for, and then I'll write a list. And some days maybe it's three things and maybe I really tune into those three things and I take a moment to to feel that gratitude and really let it wash over my whole being. Or other days maybe I'll list 10 things. Some days maybe even more, like maybe maybe I launch into a whole list of 20, 20 things for my gratitude list that day. And that's really, really activating. There is such power in bringing up a state of gratitude. It can shift your entire perspective. It can change the direction of your day and life. So I'll take a little time until I feel that that gratitude is is activated for me. And then I'll move into the final part of the ritual, which is visualization. And for this, I actually pull up another document. I have a separate document for that. I just feel that energetically, it's better to keep them separate somehow. It's like the journaling can often be quite negative, quite rah, 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 you know, complaining about stuff. It's it's the, the mind. It's the ego. It's all, all of those things. And so I want the visualization portion to be in a space that's separate from that energy. So I open up my visualization document and then I'll write something like, I'm calling in. And then I'll make a list, a really specific list of all the things that I'm wanting to call into my life. Or maybe I'll flash forward. I'll imagine that it's five years from now or 10 years from now. And I'll even write down the date. I'll say, Today is da 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 in 2025 or whatever it is. And then I'll just start to imagine, okay, what is my dream life at that time? What do I hope has manifested into my life? And I'll just start listing everything down in present tense as though it already exists. Or past tense, if I'm imagining that I'm reflecting on things from 2025, I might say, I'm so grateful that in 2024, this happened and that happened and the experience was like this and it was so amazing and I met these people and I got to have this opportunity and I'll just start listing everything down. I try to go into a lot of detail, like if I'm dreaming up a new home, I'll start listing all the specifics and as I'm writing it, I'm really feeling everything. I'm feeling what it feels like to live in that space, to live in that home. If I'm calling in a job, I might actually write down the exact pay. I'll write down what the experience is like, what the people are like, how I feel, what I bring, what value I bring to that setting for everyone else involved. I'll give you a specific example. During that time in 2017, 2018, 
when I'd go to Intelligentsia in Silver Lake and have these visualization manifestation sessions, I really wanted to call in more acting work. I wasn't actively doing anything at that point, but I knew I wanted to. So I was dreaming up these jobs and one of them was Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'd heard for a while, for a number of years, rumors that they were going to be making some kind of a Kenobi movie, and I figured there might be a place for my character, Baru, even as a cameo or something little, but I decided, just for fun, to dream up a bigger role, and I put myself in the position of filming and what the experience would be like, and I wrote something like, my character is brought back. Baru is brought back in such an exciting way that the fans absolutely love. That's a supporting role, not too big because I don't want to feel overwhelmed by the level of pressure because at that point I was struggling with PTSD. So I was like, you know, a a smallish role, but something that's really exciting and brings her back in a whole new way. And I wrote down what I would be paid and all these things in detail And I forgot about it for a while, for a few years, because we were in this war and things needed to run their course and I had to go through a healing process. And then out of the blue in 2020, once I had moved to Portugal, I got word that Deborah Chow wanted to have a call with me. Deborah Chow is the director of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so I got on a Zoom call with her and yeah, she invited me back to play Baru. She told me the story arc, which totally was in line with what I had written in my journal and you know they negotiated the pay and all of that and the final number for my pay was exactly what I had written in my journal and I had actually forgotten what I'd written down so I didn't realize that everything lined up so exactly until I don't know maybe a few months later and I was reflecting back on things and remembering these visioning manifestation sessions that I would do and I realized that it all lined up and it was exactly to a T what I had written down, including the pay. Another thing I want to mention that I think is really important as it relates to manifestation is that we don't always know what's best for us and we don't always know the timing that's best for us. So it is important to make the wish, put it out there, you know, state what we want and then turn it over to the universe, turn it over to God to a higher power or whatever it is that we believe in. Because, for example, I thought that if I was to get a role in Obi-Wan Kenobi right then in 2017, that would fix all my problems, right? But I wasn't ready for it and it wasn't the right time. I was in the middle of a war. I was very shaky in myself. I had a lot of healing to do. And I really needed to go through a process before I was able and ready to step into that. So whenever I'm doing these manifestation sessions, I do turn it over to a higher power. I sit there, I drop in, I connect, I write down exactly what I want in detail, but then I turn it over to the universe and I say, if it's meant to be, if it's for my highest good and the highest good of all. Another thing I say that helps take the fear out of it, helps take the the grasping and the attachment out of it is I say this or something better. That's, that's a prayer or kind of an affirmation from Florence Scovel Shin, who was an amazing author. She wrote the book The Game of Life and How to Play It, which is a really incredible one. I highly recommend reading that. But yeah, I say this or something better, and then I turn it over to the universe. Before I leave you today, I do want to mention a few other books that have been so helpful and inspiring in my manifestation process. 
There are two books by Tosha Silver that I want to recommend. One is called It's Not Your Money and the other one is called Outrageous Openness. The other one is called The Master Key System by Charles F. Harnell, which is H-A-A-N-E-L. I'll put these in the show notes too. But those three books and Florence Scovel Shin's The Game of Life and How to Play It have all been so inspirational for me. So there you have my favorite manifestation ritual. I love it so much. If you try it, I would love to hear if you like it too. And if you get any manifestations that come out of it, I would love to hear about that. You can message me on my personal Instagram at B-O-N-N-I-E-M-P-I-E-S-S-E or my tarot spirituality one at of soul and sky. And I'm working on something really exciting and really special that I can't wait to share with you that relates to manifestation and working through the emotional and energetic blocks that stand in your way of manifesting your dream life. So I will tell you when that's ready. Can't wait to share it. Okay, I think that's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me and listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you feel called to, please go ahead and try it. Try out this manifestation ritual. Firstly, I think you'll enjoy it. It'll be a beautiful thing. And then you never know, it might just bring some incredible things into your life. Well, I'm wishing you a beautiful rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.